Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And we are sponsored tonight by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. And share this one on your page, you guys, because we are going to have a real treat for you tonight. One of the things that Dr. Bratlin really likes to do is kind of look back at history and look back at things that happened and people that were around. So a couple, oh, maybe three months ago, we started doing kind of where are they now kind of things. And uh, so we had uh, our first one, I think, was Bob Welch with the registered guard. And he came on and was talking. And then I had a couple months ago, we had um, KZI weatherman John Fisher came on and talked. And that was like old home week. So it was kind of fun for us to just get talk about some of the stories and some of the things that went on. And um, tonight we have um, Shelly Kurtz, who most of you will remember, was the um, anchor at KVAL for 100 years. <laughs> Okay, maybe not a hundred years, but you were there. How long were you there? Shelly, welcome. welcome. Hi, Rick. Thank you. Thank you for, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. sound great. Okay. So um, I feel, I feel yeah, like, you 20, know what I remember? Right off the bat, what's really funny is you and I, oh, here we go. You got already getting fan calls here. Gina <laughs> says, I love Rick and Shelly on PayPal. <laughs> Gina, you just led right into what I was going to say. Shelly and I only worked together, and I think we only anchored together maybe once. I was a weekend anchor at KVAL, and you were the week the main anchor at KVAL yeah. with John Doyle, and I filled in once. But yeah. what's so yeah. funny is when we used to probably get probably a week, probably a week. You well, know, yeah. But there's you know when we used to get ratings things, I'd see the ratings and they'd say, "Oh, I just love when Rick and Shelly are together." And I'm going, "We're at two separate stations." <laughs> it's because people didn't really pay attention to where we were. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Where I is can't... Carrie Peterson? I don't know a Carrie Peterson. Shelly, they say you look great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you rock. Great. So, so, Kelly, Shelly, kind of catch people up. So what are you doing today? What, what's going on in your life? Oh, well, today um, <clears throat> I have family coming to town. <laughs> kind of one of those uh, pass passages of life. Right. And right. Uh, my sister passed away. My sister-in-law, excuse me, passed away in May. And uh, her daughter's bringing her body up to be buried here in Eugene with her parents. So um, her parents, the the family moved up here from California, but um, yeah, the parents uh, were buried here in Eugene. So she wants her mom to be in Eugene too. Well, it's her, it's her dying wish. So, so, so tell people how you got started. Really upbeat, huh? I'm sorry. No, um, that's reality. That's it's called Get Real with Rick Dancer. So we got to be real, Shell. Do you? Do you know my story? You know my story, right? I know you started in Spokane. So kind of tell oh. that's your first TV job, right? Okay, first TV job. But actually, my first um, internship was at KCRA. I grew up in Sacramento. I'm a transplant. And, okay. and uh, I I was uh, asked, a girlfriend knew that Joni, that, uh, Joni Blunden, the consumer reporter, needed an intern. And so I met with her and she said, sure, you can come along. Well, uh, Couple of years later, Joni, Joni Blunden turned into Joan London, and she was given the job on Good Morning America. So I, she was, I, I mean, we. So I said, you know, it's like I presented my resume to the people in Spokane, and they said, like, well, you can't, 
lie about something like this. So they believed me, which was, I mean, it was true. I said, you can call her. I've got her phone number. And um, it was an ABC station. So uh, I was, I started there as a actually part-time radio, part-time news, uh, TV news, and then transitioned to full-time uh, I did. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh. Well, I did a little bit of consumer reporting. Yeah, right. And so then you get the job in Spokane. Mm -hmm. And were you the main anchor there? Or were you an anchor there? I uh, started out as uh, a reporter, and then I moved into the noon anchor position, and then um, so, um, and then I became the nighttime anchor. Five, six, and eleven, I guess. So Gary said, "Bring cool. back so many memories. <laughs> Twenty-one years growing up in Coos Bay. This is great." He's having fun. <laughs> and, and Lindy says, "Hi, Shelley. Excited hey, hey. so to see sweet. a great news anchor, Tracy oh. Larson." Says. Uh, so then you went to Shelley and I first met at. Yes, Case this is a great story. This is a great story. So we knew each other before we were somebodies. It, yeah, indeed. So Shelly was the weekend anchor at KGW TV in Portland, and I was an intern. And um, so she'd work only a couple of days because she worked weekends. So she'd work a couple of days when I was in there. But that's when I got to know her. And then it's kind of like I felt like I, I was creeping and following you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, you graduated from college and then you started you started in Coos Bay in TV yeah, after you graduated. I actually started in radio um, in a little oh. radio station in Coquille, and I did that for six months. So we moved to Coos Bay to get a job in the media because I was yeah. still working at a lumber yard. And then I then I was um, they fired somebody. Yeah, this is kind of a normal thing in TV. Firing <laughs> is not a bad thing. It happens all the time. They fired yeah. the anchor and they hired me. And so I worked at the the little. Coos Bay shop and Shelly was at the big place in K Val. The and big for, place, yeah. The big place until the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were you were like the big time anchor. Was Shelly part of the pranks going on behind the scenes, Rick? No, not the ones I I told them some things that Lisa Birch used to do. And oh yeah, no. I she, would no, Shelly didn't that was at two different stations. So Shelly yeah. and I only worked we only really worked at the same station for maybe four years. Maybe. Because wow. I was the so, thing. I was at so, Coos Bay for two, and that was part of that station. Oh, okay. And then KVAL. So that's what I okay. mean by two. Yeah, I started at KCDY back yeah. in 1985. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. So, <laughs> so Shelly, what, what, in terms of um, when did you leave? So when did you finally leave television? Um, I, you know what? It's really funny. I, I don't remember. I mean, I never put it, a date on it, and so I had to look it up. And uh, I went on, did a little Facebook search because uh, I know people uh, wrote in and uh, it was uh, September 13th. So about a month from now, 2011. So it's, it was uh, 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So and you know what? The, the person that said um, your voice, it sounds so familiar. It, it comes back to me. I have gotten that quite a bit. Um, you know, I didn't recognize you, but I recognize your voice. <laughs> well, you, you. you know, we get older, we get blonder. Well, I, I used to get that even when I was on the air because I'd be standing in line. And, oh, and yeah. you and I know because most people do not watch TV. They listen yep. to TV, at least yep. the news. Yep. They're cooking dinner or doing something. So they hear your voice and they because they'd stand in line and go, oh, wait, 
are you Rick Dancer? And then they know my voice and say yeah, with you. Right. Yeah. So right. Yes. Do, do, do you miss anything about that, about the job? You know, I guess I miss the camaraderie more than anything. Um, you know, it's, it's funny to be, you know, just let go and you're, you feel like you've got uh, germs and no one wants to be around you. And um, so that, that was really hard. That was really, really hard. Um, and then it, it just went on and on and on. And um, I didn't really reach out to anybody because I felt like, okay, so that's the end of my life, you know, that career. So, you know, do something else. And so I just kind of, you know, went a separate way. And I did have some, I had some great jobs, some temporary jobs, but, um, oh, hey, Jerry. <laughs> um, but some really fun and, and eye-opening jobs. That because were, because you got fired, and it was very public because, I, I mean, I think it's the same thing people don't understand about television is you, everywhere you go, people are asking or saying they're sorry or asking you questions. I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, and I was I was not fired. I quit, but I did it even just even a dumber way. I ran for public office. So so I like, bam, bam. <laughs> people don't understand being in the public eye is not all that it's cracked up to be, is it? Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I don't know about your situation, but I think for my kids, that was really, really difficult. They were um, you know, their friends would ask them at school what why isn't your mom doing the news anymore or you know it's she on vacation or you know but i see her here at the soccer games um and they really didn't know how to respond and i think probably oh thanks gail um i think that that was the hardest part is is what this did to my kids right because i mean kids are nasty and they would say you know awful things Right. Do you, do you, when you were in the business and stuff, did you ever sometimes, because people, I think they come up to you and you're not really a human being. They almost talk to you like you're still on television. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, maybe I don't really remember that. I guess, yes. Um, you know, you know, when I, I felt that the most, I mean, I'm just, you haven't pre- you know, prepared me for all these questions um, at the fair when we had to do our live shots at the at the Lane County <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it was overwhelming. Yes, yes, that was that was pretty cute. And you would probably do the same thing that I did and just stay and sign autographs. Yeah, or you signed your pictures all the time. So Aaron says, "Oh my gosh!" While sitting in my hot house, hearing both of your voices, it makes me flash back to the early '90s watching you as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is, this is really sweet. People would say um, to me when I started at KVAL, oh, I watched John Doyle when I was growing up. And now I hear from people, oh, you know, like people at the supermarket or something. Oh, I, I watched you when I was growing up. And I, it's just, it's very sweet. I think that's a sweet thing to share with me because, you know, we were in, people's homes every night. Well, Monday through Friday. You um, tell people John Doyle died. Kind of, kind of tell them about that. 
Um, so John passed away when, um, let's see, you know, he retired three times. It was, it was, uh, we had three retirement parties for him and, um, and he, um, he passed, he, he had a wonderful house in South Eugene, his wife, Betty, uh, they lived on a hill in like in the forest and she would carve out, um, she would carve out areas of her yard and put in like poinsettias, not poinsettias, uh, 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 rhododendrons and camellias. And her yard was excellent, just exquisite. Anyway, um, they moved out of that house because it was a lot of work and moved to Santa Clara River Road area, someplace flat. And so um, he passed away and he just, he really didn't, want to be, I don't know that his health was all that great, but he didn't really want to be, um, I don't know, out there. Um, Paul Reese is uh, a friend of ours. Uh, he's He was the news director at KDOT for a long time. And he would go over, he and um, David Walker would go over and say hi to him and just pass some time with him. But he was, uh, he finally passed in April of uh, 2018. And so, how, pardon, how old he was? He was 93 when he passed. Yeah. He lived a good long life. He, he could have written a really good autobiography. Yeah, he was my first news director because I was at KVAL or KEZI or KCBY, but he was basically the news director over that. Yes, right, right. He, he was kind of a cranky guy too sometimes. I remember you'd go in and say, John, I need a raise. He says, get a job at a hardware store if you want to make more money. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that guy. I did not know um, John Doyle as that guy. He was always just really maybe fatherly to me, right. Um, right. but uh, boy, and maybe protective, very, very protective of me. So um, I never knew him as the cranky guy. So Shelly, tell me the different people you anchored with over the years at KVAL. Okay, so I don't have you on my list. I, I'm I'm sorry, I don't have you on my list. But um, <laughs> I did anchor with Rick Dancer for maybe a week. Um, and you know, you might remember some of these people that I don't remember their names. Um, but John Doyle, obviously, Gary Leeming, who's yep. down he's down in Medford. He uh, does uh, some PR uh, work for. ODOT, or Department of Transportation, Lars Larson, Randall Whipple, David Walker. Do you remember Garrison Courtney? Yeah. He was uh, he was kind of there for maybe six months, and then he went off to do something and uh, ended up in Washington, D.C. Um, Seth Wayne, of course. Addison Taylor, he was uh, a weatherman for maybe a year and a half. His real name was Mark, but he went by his middle name, Addison. And he um, he went to like Oklahoma. He got a really good job in Oklahoma. And Al Peterson. And then um, there was another kid that did weather with me in the morning, I mean, you know, when I was working the morning shift. And he was there for maybe six weeks. And I can't, I can't remember, cannot remember his name. Anyway. <laughs> I forgot that Lars Larson was an anchor there. Yeah, he did the eleven o'clock with me, and he was he was actually um, here when 
um, the Diane Downs case was going on. Yeah, so he was, yeah, he was here for maybe a year and a half or two years, and then he um, he took off, went up to Portland. Well, um, memory lane, people are loving. They really like doing this. What do you? What are the stories? What like when you think about stories over the years that were there? I didn't ask you to think about this ahead of time, but just like the first thing that comes off your head, what are big stories that you really remember? Impact. Well, well, you know, um, oh boy. Uh, um, well, of course, there was the, the Thurston shooting, but yeah. Um, yeah. my I think the biggest story of my career, I mean, Thurston shooting affected the community in ways, I mean, we're still trying to understand, right? But um, I think as a cub reporter, my biggest story was uh, when Mount St. Helens blew, May 18th, 1980. I will never forget that date. Um, and I was in Spokane. I was working in Spokane and we, it was a Sunday and um, we, uh, the sky all of a sudden was turning gray and then all this ash started to fall. And it was like the farthest thing from my mind that the eruption occurred and people from, you know, the news staff were going into the station and I was just like hanging out. I will you know, catch up with it on Monday. I don't need to go in today. <laughs> it was so stupid, but um, you know, live and learn. Um, but let's see. You know, I remember, I remember being at KGW and um, it was after Mount St. Helens because I'd already done something in 83, but I think it was around then. And I remember there was a day when Ann Curry was working there with you and she was going to go in a helicopter and fly up around inside the crater and land. And Elliot Ecke, the news assignment editor at the time, um, said, I said, can I go too? And he goes, you have to sign your life away. So I had to sign a piece of paper that said, if I die, I don't hold KGW responsible. Got in that helicopter, flew in, got out of the helicopter, touched the hot crater, like not hot, but it was warm. And I knew I was hooked. I would never do anything else. Oh, my God. Yeah, the adrenaline. The adrenaline rush. And of course, going up in the helicopter is always a pretty cool thing. That was pretty cool. I got to go up in um, in that helicopter to the Bonneville Dam. We flew into the Bonneville Dam for a story that I did on the fish run or something like that. That was a KGW, but um, yeah, KVAL didn't have a helicopter. That's okay. So, Shelly, Heather, did you mingle with other news anchors from other channels? Um, you know, not in, I don't think so. Not necessarily in Eugene. We knew each other. I mean, we'd like, um, Al Peterson and I sat together at our, um, at the school board meetings when we were covering school board meetings at night, a long time ago, you know, before we were working mornings together. Um, but yeah, socializing. No, not really. No. See, it was kind of weird because, I mean, like I, I first anchored with David Walker at KCBY in Coos Bay, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and then he ended up taking over for John eventually. But it was like, so they were, we were all friends, but you didn't hang out with, no. I think the news staff, more the, the reporters, if there was like, you know, after hours, you know, beer drinking or something like that. But I think what often happened, I don't know if this is for you, but with that, being an anchor, you kind of were part of the group, but a little bit separate of the group. You were never yeah. like with the in crowd because you were the anchor. So mm -hmm. it was like, 
You know what I mean? Even with so, yeah. I mean, I had really good friends, and I'm still friends with Kim Stark and a lot of the Caroline Toy and Mark Toy, a lot of people, like Aaron Bruce. But when it came to like socializing with other stations, I think the reporters more got together, but it wasn't as much the anchors being involved. Is that kind of what you recall? I that's what I recall as well. And you know, at Keyval, we had we brought a lot of people over from KMTR, like Catherine Stevens and Jennifer Winters, and um, well, there were others too. But um, yeah, and we worked kind of different hours and we were, I think in different parts of our life, you know, they were mostly single and we were married. And so, um, you know, kind of different pulls, different. Like, okay, let's talk of like, and this is a little bit of dirt, but what don't you miss at all? What are you just so glad you don't have to do that anymore for? Is there anything? Um, well, okay, so truth be told, I curled my hair and put on my makeup today, and typically I don't do that. I mean, I put on a little bit, but I don't put on enough to, you know, like talk to you on, you know, right. over, the, over the laptop. Um, let's see. So I don't really miss that. And the smell of Aquanet, no, I don't miss that. <laughs> um, gosh. You know what, Shelly, I don't miss is I don't have to be on all the time. Well, that's true. Yes. Even with this, like with this, I never feel the same because I'm just being me. And I felt like it with KEZI or being on the news, you had to, you were this persona that people kind of bought into and thought, and you did too, because that was your job. But mm -hmm. it was like, I just don't miss being, and I don't think, like, especially you and me, I think one of the things I always used to remember about our ratings, because I got to read your, I read ratings about you, just like I would me, is people, you were always genuine. People took, they, you were known as being very genuine and real. What you see is what you get. <laughs> and I think I was seen as being compassionate and caring. I think I've become much more genuine because I can now. And I don't uh -huh. think the industry really lets you, which is probably why I think in the business, you and I probably never really fit in that well. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's. Uh... <laughs> Invite to an oh, Aaron, That's you, so would funny. Get a good you would get a good, I'm sure. David Walker and Rick Dancer and Shelly, Jennifer Winters. Then it was me growing up. KCBY, KVAL, KZI. I'm 61. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. For the day, yep. Shelly, I stopped yep. watching KVAL when, when they let you go. I miss you so much. You did so much to our community. You were one of the sweetest people in news ever. I was your nurse when you had your first child. You oh. always asked, you asked oh. you always asked me by name. God bless Gloria. Oh, oh, that is so sweet. You look beautiful. Thanks, Wendy says. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. Mm. And Michael Newman says you are both real. Thanks. I think that's Shelley. What we always kind of kept. Um, yes. Yes. You know, the and, business and, didn't get to take that from us. And I think that, um, and I'm not saying other people aren't, I'm just saying that was, I, I, I remember that about what people always really, you did really well in ratings and you and I kind of, um, that we, we were, we're similar that way mm -hmm. where we were at mm -hmm. events. I mean, how many times would be, we'd be at events emceeing or doing something. I'd be oh, emceeing yeah. an event right. and Shelly Kirk would be there or yeah. Shelly Kirk would be emceeing the event and I'd be there. Right. <laughs> yeah. So true. So true. And you know, I think I, you know, no one ever told me why I was let go and um, no, I didn't retire. I was uh, booted out of the 
business or out of the um, out of the station. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, they never really told me why. But so they was, never, 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 you never, never found out why. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I mean I have my suspicions, but um, I think there was some kind of uh, you know lock put on that decision. Well, uh, you know, any any leaks, and uh, that would not be good. Well, and, and, you know, for like for me and John Fisher, both, we were talking, oh, when I, the reason I, you know, I wanted to run for office, but I remember, you know, I was making really good money and I knew I was watching the news ratings and going, nobody's watching this in two years when my contract's up, they can't continue to pay me like this. And, and so, you know, that's when I went to him, I negotiated out and I said, I'm, I'm doing you a favor. You pay me one year, I'll give you one year. I'm going to run for office. And I'll get out because if you fire me, people will hate you because mm-hmm. my ratings were really, really, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying my ratings were really, really yeah. good. And oh, yeah. So that, and there wasn't, there wasn't anyone who could have filled your space. Right. And I think that they, you know, you were probably making, you know, it's not like we were making zillions of dollars, but they, you know, what, compared to what they pay today, um, I think they really knew that uh, it was, you know, that's what they had to do. And mm-hmm. who, who knows? But I, mm-hmm. you, maybe in 10 years, we'll come back and you can tell us what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I pushed so much of that in the back, you know, just let it go, let it go. Because if it, if it had um, stayed with me, it festered, I, I, who knows, I would have been crippled or, uh, you know, I just would not have um, been, a, I mean, that would be, it could, it could do a number on your head. Hey, you know, just, just because uh, Jerry Rust is watching, you should ask him to come on and talk about, um, he was, he and Mark Hass, you remember Mark Hass? He went to yeah, China, yeah. Jerry went to China, Mark Hass followed and, or went with him and just ask him, you know, what he thinks about the situation today with all that. Okay, yeah. Get a hold of me, I'd love to. And Mark Hass is now a lawmaker um, yeah. in Salem. Yeah. So right. he went to TV in Portland and then he oh. went into, yes. then he, he was at K2 and then he went into the industry. You are both unbelievably loved in this community. You are worth more than you were paid, either one of you. (laughs) That's really I don't know about the love part, but Shelly and I would always say we deserve to be more paid. (laughs) (laughs) It was was Rick and Lisa at five and six. Yeah. Where is Lisa? You know, she's, I think she's working for um, that show, Cheryl Atkins show that they air on KVAL. It's, um, I can't remember what it's called. Um, somebody will pop in here and say, but she's, she's been on there frequently. So she's in, um, Oh, Cheryl Atkinson, uh, the yes. CBS. Um, she used to be on 60 minutes. Okay. okay. She used to be on, um, and she was on CNN or something. And then she's, she's, she got, I think she left because she was seeing all the crap that's going on. So she has what people think is a really super conservative show, but she really just tells other sides of stories. I don't watch news or TV much anymore, but Lisa, I seen, I have seen Lisa on there, but I've tried to get a hold of Lisa and, um, she never answers. And, um, you know, I think maybe Eugene was uh, maybe leaving part of your life behind or something. And, you know, I think what people don't understand <laughs> is that, you know, this, the industry just sucks the life out of you if yeah, you let yes. it. And yes. so, you know, you, you, when you get out, you kind of look back and you go, man, my life was consumed with all this stuff. And, you know, a when, lot of it artificial, a lot of it artificial. Mm-hmm. Like, tell people, what do you mean by that? Well, just the the um, 
I would say, I would say just kind of the pomp and circumstance that has to go with, you know, being in that position and you can do that. But I mean, if you don't, um, maybe, you know, it shows a weakness to management <laughs> or something. Right. Um, right. So, and the industry is pretty nasty, like with what it did to you. But even with me in the end, um, you know, what I don't know, one of the things, um, one of the new news director came in, he didn't like me and uh, the general manager didn't either, which is why I started getting ready to leave. And um, I remember them uh, the last year, I always had duck tickets and um, to the games and these other perks and stuff. So what they did was they gave me duck tickets instead of in the 50 yard line where I'd always had them. They put they gave all the other anchors that I worked with their 50 yard tickets and they put me down in the general admission. They bought general admission tickets and put me and my family down there as a slap in the face to say there. That's what you get. So here's Corinza and all the other anchors that I worked with. And I got that in there in all of our contracts. They were sitting up where I used to sit and I was relegated down to the bottom. So really shitty, shitty people sometimes. You can uh, say shit on this thing. You can say shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Full major. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, yeah, Shelly, this is not regular TV. You can get away with stuff like that. It's, you're so funny. I think you're so funny. Uh, would you have considered it putting on an acting face? Yeah, I'd say yeah. I don't understand what you mean. You have to, to be a news anchor, you kind of had to be an actor. You oh, oh, oh. Kind of oh. had to act the part. There was, you know, if, if somebody came up and said something rude to you, you can't say, oh, like people used to come to me and go, you know, one side of your jaw sticks up farther than the other. You should get that fixed. And I, you know, and I go, well, thank you. What mm. I wanted to say was, why don't you mind your own fucking business? Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Who asked you? They'd say things yeah. to you and me. Did you mm -hmm. ever get this, Shelly? People would say things to you that they'd never say to anyone else in the world, but it was because they, and I don't mean good. I mean, like sometimes like things, well, I really don't like, I'm, I was in South Eugene when our lady goes, are you Rick Dancer? And I went, yeah. Well, I don't watch TV. I said, so how, you, I said well, how do you know who I am? And she says, I must have seen you on a bus. I said, we don't do buses. Billboard. I said, we don't do billboards. And I went, oh, my God, you're a closet news watcher. She goes, no, I'm not. But it's like, why would you even say that? Just say, are you a dancer? Yeah. And then go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and go with it. You know, just laugh it off. Oh, I know. Some people. Some people. Oh, well. But the best part of the job, don't you think that the other thing about the the job that it gave you, um, you know, something, a, a, a position in the community where people would just let you be you and do your thing. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it was, I, I love that about, I would never want to trade my life and what I got out of that. And yeah. it's, just, it's more fun to talk about the funny moments, but I mean, people are so kind to me, much kinder when you're a news anchor than when you're a politician. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose. I suppose, right? Well, politicians, you know, you don't you don't see them every night in your living room or so you, you know in your bedroom. You were still, yeah, and and I think people give you a pass because, um, you know, you're well, you're you're always moderate. You 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 know, you ride the fence. You're not taking a position on anything publicly, and um, so I, you know. What did you think when you were like a news anchor and all of a sudden I quit and that night I announced that I'm running for for secretary of state? 
Because you were still in the business. You were still. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Well, you know what? I thought um, something's going on over at Kesey. You know, there's there's some girdlings going on and he doesn't like it. And um, so, you know, he's found another way. And I think I mean, I, I was I respected what you were doing because you were charting your own course. You weren't waiting for if there was something, you know, some rumblings. Um, you weren't waiting for that inevitable, you know, uh, acts or whatever. So um, I thought it was pretty gutsy and I was proud of you. Well, thanks. I mean, I thought it was, yeah. Do you, um, what do you, what do you want people to know about the rest of, you know, what, where you're headed from here out? You know, what's, uh, cause you're remarried. Your husband also passed away. Your first husband passed mm -hmm. away. Yeah. Uh, he passed away in 2017. And um, I remarried kind of like a year and a half later. And uh, funny thing, funny thing, um, we, we, so my husband is Ben Mondragon and he was best friends with Paul Reese, my news director and David Walker, my co-anchor for years. And I would hear these stories about Ben Mondragon and, um, so I knew of him and of course he knew of me. And um, when my husband died, when Ron died, um, we had already sold our house and we were moving into a, a little rental out here in way West Eugene. So I did, I moved there and um, about six months into it, my daughter was had graduated from college and she moved home to be with me. And she said, mom, <laughs> Are we going to stay out here forever? And uh, I mean, we were still living in boxes. And I said, oh, okay, no. And, you know, I figured if I bought a house in six months, I could probably have it, you know, updated or done, you know, the work that needed to be done for us to live there. And so um, I called my financial advisor and I said to him, you know, what do you, what do I do? How do I do this? And um, he said, well, I think you need to talk to a, um, what is he? Benny? What is JR? What's his, pardon? What does JR do? Yeah, okay. <laughs> ben came home from getting his haircut. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he said, why don't you talk to a mortgage broker? And so I went to talk to him. And he said, well, um, yeah, you can buy a house. Uh, do you have a realtor? And I said, no. And he said, well, you want to use mine? And I said, sure. And so um, he picked up the phone and called Ben and put him on the speaker phone and said, uh, hey, uh, I've got a client here. You know, would you, you know, could you work with her? And he said, sure. And so, um, so like a year and August, September, October. No, like a year later, we got married. <laughs> it's your story, girl. I don't know. I know. It was, yeah, it was, it was 8, 18, 18. So, um, yeah. It, so we're coming up on, life. coming up on three years of marriage. Happy for yeah. you, Shelly, says Jessica Rogers. So you're planning to travel a little around uh, Europe and stuff and do some fun things and see what uh, life brings your way. Yes, right. Actually, today we were uh, working on 
Um, have you ever done fall foliage, the fall, you know, the New England fall um, stuff? I haven't done that. I have been there a couple times in the fall up through Maine and everything. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So that's what we're kind of putting together right now. Don't know, you know, exactly all the details, but uh, we're hoping to put that together this fall sometime. Yeah. So that's that's where we're going to start. And then, um, you know, do some, other side, do some other side trips. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to explore because neither one of us have traveled as much as we'd like to. Do you see what Gary wrote? Love has a schedule of its own. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, well, you know, and you never know what the big guy upstairs wants for you. So, well, Shelly, thank you so much for coming on. And oh, we're done? We're done? It's been 35 minutes, girls. It's just, <laughs> this is like you just finished the five o'clock news. Now you get 30 minutes to go sit and put some more makeup on and we'll come back at 6.30 with more of the same bullshit that we just talked about. I'll, I'll go out in the yard and pick uh, some examples of some of the, the vegetables that I've gr been growing this summer. There you go. Uh, I've been okay. spending a lot of time in the garden. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to be. Yes, Thank you. And, and I'm, you Thank know, you, for, Rick. For, for gracing our audience too. And I think people are really happy to see you and everybody you could, Oh, show that because this is what Shelly looked like when she first started, put it really close shell, move it up. Okay. Now get the glare up, up right there, right there. Oh, look <laughs> at you. That's the Shelly Kurtz. We remember. Isn't that funny? Yeah. We get blonder as we get older. <laughs> I told Shelly in my case, it's more like steel blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good on you. It looks yeah, good well, on you. I'm just glad I have the hair that I have. I'm a fortunate man. You know? Well, thank, thank you, Rick, for this opportunity. Good talking to you. And, uh, you know, happy summer. Happy rest of the summer to you. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's reconnect. Again. You get back on your trip or something, you should give me a call. Seriously, we should just go have lunch and freak people out. Yeah. <laughs> like when we went to have coffee. When did we do that? It was after... Okay. Yeah, it was, it was when you because you I worked with you on another project like just like five years ago, and you and I and so Shelly and I went, we had coffee people and people were just freaking out like here's Rick yeah. Dancer and Joe yeah. together. Yeah, and I'm sure they're all going home and getting in their car. In my case, I don't know if you get this. It's like people go, I'll see him online going, yeah, I saw Rick Dancer. Man, he looks old. <laughs> and I'm going, well, I am you dumbass. I am old. That's why I cover up. That's why I cover up. This is what Shelly looks like. She, Shelly was telling me the other day, she goes, Rick, I'm not a big mask fan, but you know what? I really like wearing them because then I can, I'm incognito all the time. Look at, if you see this woman walking around town, <laughs> that's Shelly Kurtz. And so this you will me. know. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Shelly. Hey, seriously, I am serious. When you get back, um, give me a ring and let's go okay. grab coffee. I would love okay. to do that and find out what you what you learned in all those places you're going that you told me about mm -hmm. that I want to know more about. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, right, Rick. Take right, care. Thank you. Thanks. All right, you guys, Shelly Kurz. Was that not fun or what? I love that. It feels like I don't know. I hope you I, I feel like maybe it was like Shelly and me doing old home movies and you guys had to watch. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Uh, she was always, always, and still is always one of the good people. Um, heart of gold uh, would never hurt anyone. And everybody knew that about her. And that's why she was the queen of TV uh, for so long here in Eugene, Oregon. So um, yeah, 
if you guys have ideas and stuff, just email me, rick at rickdancer.com, and I can look up and see if I can find Al Peterson or Seth Wayne or some Seth Wayne's on my page. I could probably find him, but some other people from those days, if there's people you want to talk to um, or hear from, that would be super fun. So you guys share this on your page so other people see it. We want to thank Chris Dental Family Dentistry, Dr. Michael Bratlin. Uh, we can't do our shows without our sponsors. So if you guys are looking for a dentist or you want a dentist who's not afraid to speak up, and speak out. Um, I highly recommend. Um, he's my dentist. And uh, since he's been, here's the in interesting and encouraging thing, I think, since he's been speaking out about his views on things and life and what's going on, he's become so busy, he had to add a room on. So people can tear down his sign, they can do all this stuff and say things to him, but he's gaining business because he's being open and talking about who he is. And I think that's what we all have to do. So, um, you know, Anyway, so again, Shelly, thank you for being with us. Uh, yeah, Seth is working for Holiday America now. Um, and he's back on the cruise line, <laughs> finally, um, after, you know, the COVID thing. I need a dentist that will not ask for a test or shot, not playing COVID games. Well, Dr. Bratlin will not ask you for either one, Gary. So, and if you do, please tell him that you saw it here. That, that's really helpful for me as well. Um, all right, you guys, so tomorrow, put together a special show at 1230 uh, a lot of parents, uh, in fact, already are there at the school board meetings tonight in Eugene 4J and also out at Fern Ridge expressing their distaste for having their children having to be masks mandated by the state. And they're putting pressure on the districts to stop that. Um, and so we'll have some of those parents on tomorrow at 1230 to find out what their feelings are, what they found out at those meetings. And then tomorrow night at five, a really special story brought to you by Elements Health Club. Um, we're gonna help a little boy. He's uh, 10 years old and has leukemia and the drugs aren't working well. His father also just lost his job. And so Elements is gonna do a show. We're gonna introduce you to them. And then we have a whole bunch of things planned this month, but one of them is that if you get a membership at Elements, um, there's three locations, Springfield, West 11th or Oakway, um, that first month membership, whatever that fee, is going to go to the family. Whether you say anything or not, we're going to take the money. You'll pay elements. And they're going to put it to the family to help them. So you'll meet the cause um, and the, the young man in the cause on uh, tomorrow night at five o'clock. All right. I'm Rick Dancer. That was super fun and kind of therapeutic for me. Shelly, again, thank you and uh, love you. Wish you all the best. And um, that's it for tonight. Have a good day. Again, please share it on your page. See you. Thank you.